Hi there, it's Nikki. I wanted to take a quick minute to make sure you knew about our free on-demand copywriting training. Whether you're brand new to copywriting or you just can't seem to hit your income goals, this training is for you. You'll learn the three secrets to landing freelance copywriting work without wasting time on frustrating job bidding sites like Upwork and Fiverr or cold calling strangers. And if you've listened to any of the student stories on this podcast, this is the exact same training they all got started with. I'm talking about Kate Kay, who's making six figures working part-time and who just retired her husband to help her run the business. Stuart, who replaced his full-time salary with freelance copywriting work, and then some. Stacy, who hit six figures in six months, her very first year as a full-time freelancer. Ashley, who landed the in-house copywriting job of her dreams. They all started with this free training, and you can get started with that same training too. Sign up right now at freecopywritingtraining.com. Welcome to the Build Your Copywriting Business podcast, where you'll get tips, tools, and training for new and aspiring copywriters, plus a few things even the established pros will want to know. My name is Nikki Krawczyk, and I've been a copywriter for more than 15 years, writing for multi-billion dollar companies down to solopreneurs and every size business in between. The Filthy Rich Writer team and I are here to teach you everything we've learned in our years in the industry so that you can craft a successful copywriting career of your own. To us, being filthy rich means having a job you love, being good at what you do, and making great money doing it. Let's dig in. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to a special bonus episode of the Build Your Copywriting Business podcast. Hey there, Kate. Yay. Hello, hello. Hey, hello. Okay, so special bonus. Um, it is right before Valentine's Day when we are releasing this. Happy early Valentine's Day, everybody. Um, and we wanted to talk about why we love copywriting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Copywriting. we is- love it. Yes. Copywriting is my Valentine. Love me some copywriting. Okay. So, okay. First thing, why do you love copywriting? Oh gosh. I think I love, you know, funny enough, we recorded an episode about flexibility, which we'll link to here, but I genuinely, I think that's my number one reason is I love the flexibility. I love that. I can't, I'm not, I never feel, I never feel stuck. I guess don't tell my husband. I feel like I'm very commitment phobic. I don't like making, you know, <laughs> Valentine's Day surprise there, everybody. Plot twist. Uh, <laughs> I like the not feeling stuck. You know, I was growing up and I always, I never understood this. Like I hate, I love soccer. I hated having to be there Monday, Wednesday, Friday from like 4.30 to 5.30 or whatever practice was. I hated having to be somewhere at a specific time. Uh, which yes, I am there for client meetings now and there are specific times, but there there's that flexibility of like, oh, I need to run an errand. Cool. I'm going to go run an errand. And even if I'm full-time on staff, there's still that flexibility of, I don't feel like I owe, you know, not that I don't want the company anything. Of course, I'm going to put in my best effort if I'm at the company, but I don't feel tied to it. I feel like I always have this life raft. And for me, that feeling of just having this thing that I can take anywhere and never feeling stuck or tied to one location, which is really nice Mm -hmm. that I can travel with it, you know, name an aspect of the flexibility of it, the hours, the income, the location. I love it. I love, 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 love. Yeah, I agree. You know, you have like 
life highlight moments, right? Where you look back and like, ah, yeah. oh, that was that perfect moment. And there was a couple of years ago, I was living in Barcelona for a month. Basically, the guy with and I had decided to, to travel for a while. And we were like, yeah, let's give Barcelona a try. So we Airbnb'd a, uh, an apartment there. And every morning I would get up and I went to, maybe not every morning, but most mornings I would get up and I would, you know, try to do my coffee earlier in the day. And I found this, um, this just really fantastic cafe in the Gothic quarter of Barcelona. And I would sit down and I would get, and they would, you know, I would order in Spanish and, you know, they would bring me, bring me my coffee and bring in the food was really good. And the sun was streaming in the window. And I was, I don't think I've ever been as productive as I was sitting in a cafe in Barcelona, living my best life. And I don't think that there are many careers in which you have an opportunity to do that because that I could live in Barcelona for months, still deliver copy to the clients that I was working like big clients and um, have that sunstream in the window, sipping a coffee, eating. Oh, it's such good food there too. Can you tell Um, we miss travel? We haven't traveled much since, (laughs) since the pandemic. (laughs) I love the United States, but I need to get out for a little bit. Um, And that's, you're exactly right. Copy, copy has that, that opportunity. I love too that for me, I think one of the favorite things about it is that you have that creative element to it, but mm. there's also that strategic element to it. For me, I, you know, I, I, I love creative writing. I love the concept of creative writing. And I certainly, uh, it's actually one of the goals for 2022 to be doing some more, to do mm-hmm. some more creative writing. There's, I, someday before I die, I will write a novel. But part of when I remember before trying to sit down and be like, all right, today we're going to write that blank page would just stymie any efforts. And the, the cool thing about copywriting is that you have this creative element, but you also have this objective you're trying to meet, this puzzle that you're trying to solve. Mm-hmm. And you you get to do that creatively. It's, it's I mean, you and I have both called it like a, a word puzzle kind of. Mm-hmm. And every, every day is a new puzzle and a different kind of puzzle and a different, and it's a challenge, but just just enough of a challenge. Mm-hmm. No, if you've ever been at, at uh, say this, not necessarily to UK, but to, to the listeners, if you've ever been at a job or doing something where you're bored out of your mind, you know, I think that there's some people that are like, Oh, that just sounds so great. Just sit there all day and do nothing. No, it's the worst yeah. to be bored at a job is the worst. And then at the same time too, when you're in, when you have to do something that's just beyond your level of skill, that that's just too challenging and you don't know how to do it. But copywriting is just that right level of challenge where it's, okay, I have the skills to solve this. How am I going to do that? And you have that, it's, it's the sweet spot of challenge. And it's that for, for every project, just a different, a different challenge and a different type of challenge. Yeah. Uh, to your point, being bored at a job is it pain, painful. And I think that's the nice thing with copywriting is, once you're done with whatever you need to do for the day, maybe you get a head start on your work for the next day or the next week or whatever. Maybe you take time to focus on your business and growing your business and setting up your systems or, you know, whatever it is. Or maybe you just go out and enjoy the day or you say, hey, I don't actually have a ton of work today. I'm going to step out for lunch and come back and do work. Or and I know this goes back to flexibility, but I think it's it's that not feeling tied to an office chair 
is such a nice feeling that I don't have to sit here from nine to five if I have nothing to do and that I can be productive in other areas of my life as I need to and use my time in a way that works for me mm-hmm. and makes sense for me and isn't just, you know, life, life's short, not to get morbid, but like we need to value our time. And I, that's, I feel like there's nothing I value more than my time. So to be stuck in an office and not feeling like I can do anything productive to be scrolling on Facebook for five. No, I don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. It always amazes me when people are like, Oh, you know, what do you do? And they're like, well, I do this X, Y, Z. And you say, Oh, do you like it? And they go, eh, blows my mind. I mean, not that, not that not everyone loves their jobs. That certainly I'm aware of that, but like, okay, so what are you doing about that? Yeah. yeah. Don't you spend so much time working? Shouldn't you be at least looking for a job or a career that you enjoy to some degree? That always Mm -hmm. amazes me. And I know that our listeners are, are, probably just by virtue of the fact that they're listening into this, they are the same kinds of people who are always looking for something more and looking to, to have a, a better life than just meh. Um, but it just blows my mind when people are like, meh, this is my job. I'll just do mm-hmm. this until I die. Mm-hmm. I'll do this. You know, I, I work for the weekends. Like, oh, what kind of life is that? <laughs> what kind, Is that what you dreamt about when you were a little kid working for the weekends? Like that's, this is who you thought you would be. Um, anyway, we're going a little bit off on a tangent, but, um, but yeah, in another thing besides the fact that, that I enjoy what I do and I find it fulfilling. I mean, that's well, before I got onto it, the, the, it's really cool to write something to be like, dang, I did a good job with this. Check this Mm -hmm. out. And then to give it to your client who is also like, yes, you did an excellent job, but then put it out into the world and you see it on banner ads. You see it in an email that comes into your inbox. You see it in print. You see it. It's such a cool feeling and, and frankly validating as a creative to see your work out in the world. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just cool that you're helping people you're helping the business grow you're connecting people with the solution that they need to whatever their problem is you're getting the word out on something that you know depending what you do I guess if you're writing for a you know big tobacco maybe that's not the case but for the majority of companies we write for uh, you have an opportunity to be helping the business and helping their their consumers mm-hmm. well and that's Which another point too is right you don't have to write for anybody you yeah. want to write for there's yeah. so many different clients out there yeah, the you know you don't necessarily don't, don't go into a position thinking oh I know exactly what this company is going to be like because there there are some companies that you wouldn't think of that have really fantastic charitable arms or really you know mm-hmm. so not again maybe not necessarily big tobacco but again you don't want to write for big tobacco don't write for big tobacco there's so many different companies there are millions of companies and you only need like four or five to have a very good uh, per month to have a a very good uh, freelance income. It's you get to work with all kinds of different companies and people and learn all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. And that's another thing I love. And part I mean, not why we tell people not to niche. The reason we tell people not to niche is because you don't need to slash you don't, especially starting out, don't know what you don't know. Yeah. You might think, oh, I like 
dogs, so I want to write for pet companies. And you might realize that that's not what you want to do, that you like dogs, but you want to keep that separate from your work or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Or maybe you do like that, but you also want to write for cats and for uh, non-animal things like a restaurant or whatever. Uh, But that variety keeps it interesting. You know, writing for the same thing day in and day out for 10 years of my life sounds like the most miserable thing. I mean, you get bored frankly, you get stagnant. You don't, you get complacent. You just say, okay, here's the copy. I've been there. I mean, I think we've both been there for companies that we've been at long enough where we're like, "Mm, here it is, here it is, phoning it in because this is, Mm -hmm. client's going to find it fine. You don't have the opportunity to challenge yourself, which I love that opportunity to challenge myself and to go work for a company, whether it's an industry or writing in a new medium, which is always fun. Um, Trying to think if there's a medium I haven't written for yet. I feel like chatbots are the, mm. the one thing that I haven't written for. Uh, but any anytime, you know, I haven't done video in a while and a friend asked, hey, can you write a script for this? And it was a tiny project, but I was like, oh yeah, I haven't done, I haven't done a script in a while. Like that'll be super, super fun. And like a voiceover, cool. Uh, which is just a different part of the brain. You have to think about someone talking versus words on the screen or if they're words on the screen, how do they work with the voiceover? So that challenge and that variety just keeps it, I love it, if you can't tell. Yes, yes. <laughs> very animated if you're watching on YouTube. <laughs> Copywriting really is That's my balance. Yes. Well, and, you know, uh, let's be honest about this. We balance out that creativity. You also get paid really well. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's, it's this copywriting is not content writing. Content writing, it's I'm sorry to say this and and we will always be I don't love it but also it's it's not paid very well it's a churn and burn industry and we will be the first people to tell you that all writers should be paid well what we do is valuable unfortunately Mm -hmm. the fact of the matter is right now copywriters are the writers that get paid well because we can demonstrate very clearly to companies and organizations the value of what we do and so they're willing to pay for that value and you know it's it's important that at least some writers get paid well because what we do is valuable. And at the same time, too, it, because of that, that flexibility, especially if you're freelance or maybe you're full-time and then also take some freelance um, clients as well, we always recommend that just to keep you fresh. Mm-hmm. If you want to make a little bit more money or you, you're you like, ah, you know what, it's, I've got nothing going on. I'm going to be sitting at home, you know, whatever. Dial it up. Mm-hmm. pitch some more clients, get some more work. Or if you're like, ah, you know what? It's the summertime. The kids are going to be home for the summer. I want to be able to spend more time with them. Or I'm going to I'm going on vacation or whatever. Dial it back. Don't pitch as much. Take mm-hmm. a little bit less work. You have that opportunity to make your schedule be what it is. Uh, oh, I, well, I have this bill coming up. Or I have this, maybe I have a vacation that I'm planning for that I want to earn some more. I'm going to dial up my pitching right now so I can start earning some more money to plan for that vacation there or kids college or whatever. It's, it's the, so few people actually have control of their actual incomes. You know, there's that we talk it and please don't get us wrong. Being on staff at companies as copywriters is fantastic. She, Mm -hmm. Kate and I have both done it. We both have loved it Um, for the right companies. It's terrific. But at the same time, too, we have also always, even when we have been on staff as copywriters, we've always kept freelance clients, number one, because it's um, it's good. It keeps you flexible, keeps you fresh. Number two, 
it's good to have that income and to keep your feet in the freelance world in case something goes wrong with a company mm-hmm. and, you know, they lay off people or, you know, you get a new manager and you really don't like that new manager and you want to leave. You have that, you have that ability. Um, but on top of that, when you are in a full-time job, and that is all you are doing, you are not in control of how much you make. You're also not in control of your schedule or anything like that, as we were saying earlier. Mm-hmm. But you, you, which is kind of the craziest thing when you really think about it, someone else tells you how much you make for the work that you do. If you go into your office and one week you put in a ton more effort and a ton more work and you generate so much value for the company, you're still going to get the same paycheck at the end of the week or bi-weekly or whatever. That's not, that doesn't affect it all. Maybe you'll get a bonus at the end of the year. Uh, maybe. So a lot of people don't get bonuses or they could have worked really hard, but if the company didn't do very well, guess what? Nobody gets bonuses. Mm-hmm. You are not, and, and it's you, you, so many people I know who are like, oh God, I really hope I get a 3% raise this year. And that's certainly, that's, that's certainly reasonable. I'm not saying that 3% is not, but like, to be hoping, you know, like, I don't know because mm-hmm. it's in somebody else's hands. But when you have, even like I said, if you're, you're part-time copywriting and you have a full-time job, you get to decide if you want to make some more money. Mm-hmm. If you're like, ah, you know, we have this coming up I, or, you know, the holidays are coming up. We've got the kids want gifts, the uh, kids, that's what kids want. They want gifts. Uh, Dial it up in September and October or, you know, earlier if you want to make sure you got that cash set aside. It's not a going into your boss's office going, oh, I've worked really hard. Can I please? And you could have, that's the thing is you could have done an amazing job. You could have worked so hard. You could have brought so much more value into the company. It's still not within your control. Your boss could still say, well, the company didn't do that well this year. So we're not, nobody's getting raises. Nobody's getting bonuses. Like, that's it's when you really mm-hmm. think about it, it's crazy to let someone else be in control of your livelihood. And when you have a skill like copywriting, like I said, even if you are on staff at a company, you have that ability to, to affect how much you're making in your freelance hours. Or if you're full-time freelance, it's the same thing. You decide how much you want to make and how much you want to work and all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And you can raise your rates when, you know, here's everything I did this year and I've learned so much. I'm adding way more value to my clients. I'm going to bump up my rates five bucks or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Or I'm going to, you know, wrap it into the project price. And Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I think too, that, that one thing that I always kind of come back to whenever, whenever I do travel and people say, Oh, you know, what do you do? Uh, Or on the little forms um, I always say writer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know about you, Kate, but when I was a little kid, I, what did I want to be? I wanted to be a writer, maybe like briefly a ballerina. Cause all the other little girls in, in second grade wanted to be a ballerina, but like, <laughs> I want to be a ballerina right? now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, interesting. I'm going to look into that. Um, but it's hard. I took ballet class. It's very hard. Um, as an adult, they're very hard. Um, but I always wanted to be a writer and the fact that I can be an adult earning my living as a writer is so flipping cool and that I can achieve 
amazing goals and that I can live an amazing life that I can, again, you know, pre and post pandemic times, I can go live overseas for a couple of months and still work because I'm a writer is so cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So as you can tell, we love um, it. We love copywriting. <laughs> so we, you know, we, Valentine's Day was coming up. We thought we would send, first of all, obviously, send a little love to all of you guys. Thank you all for continuing to listen to the show, for subscribing, for giving us your your reviews. Thank you for sending in the reviews. Um, mm-hmm. And if you haven't left a review yet, don't forget that you can get um, a special bonus recording. We'll put that, uh, put the notes in the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll put the info in the podcast notes. Um, don't forget. Uh, but thank you. So we, we, are grateful to all of you and we love all of you and Kate I love you oh I love you too very very lucky person very I love what I do and I love the people that uh that I do it with so that is why we love copywriting if you also love copywriting let us know comment on the YouTube yeah. video comment on Instagram as they say share the love and we'll catch you on the next episode of the Build Your Copywriting Business podcast. Bye, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us on the Build Your Copywriting Business podcast. If you liked what you heard, I'd really appreciate it if you could take a minute or two to leave us a five-star review. I read each one and they mean the world to me and our team. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And if you want to keep learning, follow us at Filthy Rich Writer across social media and on the site. And of course, if your interest is piqued and you think copywriting might be right for you, check out our free on-demand video training at www.freecopywritingtraining.com. Talk to you next time. Oh,